Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit It's advice from a dipshit With Matt Bronger Hey, this is Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger, uh, your titular dis- dipshit. Dis- bit, dip it. It's good to have a stroke right as you start the show. You said um, boob. I did say boob. Strokes are trending. They are. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Hi. Sorry, that was real. Hey. That was hey, dark. Sometimes things That were, was dark. It felt dark. It felt, it felt dark. dark. But, and yeah, accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I try not to do like current events because, uh, you know, they, we don't know when these, you know, come, out. come out and all this stuff. Evergreen. Remind stuff. But, but you know what? What's it is evergreen. evergreen. Luke Perry was a hell of a dude, man. <laughs> that are also evergreen. There are. <laughs> sadly. <laughs> yeah. And. I've just added to it. Sure. I have not been part of the. the, the all right. This is. I mean, right this, this is a place to go. Go ahead and do that. You know, this is a place to be a dipshit, and part of this being <laughs> is being the person at the funeral and just being like, "Wow, this happens a lot," or something. You know, <laughs> can you not? Wow, that's my dad. I mean, my dad my, loves to go to a funeral and be hilarious. My uh, uh, cousin Charlie, who is probably I don't know six at the time when my grandfather died when I was in high school, he had all those nieces and nephews into one. Into packed into one car and one limo and the priest ran by the car and we're all just silent and my cousin Beth who's older than me by a year was like wonder where the priest is going and Charlie for no reason (laughs) was just like maybe to get in the coffin with grandpa like what did that even mean and it was just like Charlie final but it was also and it wasn't even like a laugh for me it was just like a what yeah. <laughs> Where did you? Nobody's like that that impulse we all have to just say something to fill oh, the space because the uncomfortableness God. is not necessarily wrong. Oh so. yeah, I don't know that it was uncomfortable. It just was. I thought. I don't know. It just hit. It, it just. just hit. I was inspired. You, you were riffing. You said <laughs> we're happen. all thinking, like a comedian does. Uh, we got an intro. Our wonderful. Yeah. Guest. Speaking of comedians, uh, we I'm have one. our friend uh, Jackie Cation. Yay. Who, Thanks for having me. You bet. Who uh, is is honestly one of my funniest, funniest and favorite comics out there. Like you um, pack five jokes into one minute often. Oh right. And uh, you're like me, where you right. kind of go. Yeah, go, yeah. There's go, a go, lot. Go. There's a lot of mm-hmm. people have the rest of their lives to listen to these jokes. I have literally. Well, <laughs> you can you can laugh for all night. Mm-hmm. All night you can laugh about it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I love we, we I love seeing you. Lead. Yes, we do. Thank you. You're I, great too. Of thank course. you. But I, I love seeing you work because it's just rat a tat tat and uh, and it, and it's awesome. You guys, if uh, you're you're looking for a, a, a fun show to see, go see Jackie Cation. Uh, do you have anything coming up? Um, I am going on a three-week tour with the Armed Forces. Nice. Oh, uh, wow. Eastern Europe. He okay. said Europe, and then we got the thing, and he was like, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, Eastern Europe is much more interesting than it Western is. Europe. It is. I'm actually going to uh, Croatia this summer. Oh, yeah? Uh, and For on vacation? Yeah, on vacation, yeah. Just to go look at it? Mm-hmm. Good just on Because it's supposed to be beautiful, and, yeah. and we kind of, my wife and I always pick pick places we've haven't been and they'll hear from people oh go here and, and it's it's we spent 18 days in southeast asia in october and november wow yeah we went to uh, vietnam cambodia and oh. uh, thailand oh, i let that i want to do that those That's three countries I, too yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was I, amazing. I did we did vietnam two years ago and mm. it's, it's it's amazing yeah, yeah i hear nothing but great things about vietnam it was mm-hmm. cool it's it's cool, but if you take a, a bike tour, ask them if they're going to have you go out into traffic. Because my wife and I didn't ask them. Oh, and, you and were, it was wait, you didn't you weren't on mopeds, were you? No, I bicycles going through going cities, th- cities and highways with scooters 
zipping past us with whole families on top of them <laughs> nope. and, and cars and nope. merge lanes and I'm scream laughing because it was that thing where I'm just like I could freak out and panic and literally die yep. fall off my bike go under a truck that's honking at me right now or I could just be like what the fuck yeah, why yeah. did this guy not warn us you know, yeah, that's nuts. And it we, was we it, went on an old people tour. Nice. Yeah. Well, we we had a couple of those too, but this one just took us by surprise. But I'm glad yeah, I did yeah, it. Yeah. I'll never do it again. But <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I did it. I have yeah. a feeling that's a hard situation to get into in the first place, though. Like, you know mm. what I but, mean? But like, did you I'll never go, do it again. Like, well, <laughs> but so you essentially flew to Vietnam, mm-hmm. and somebody said, "Hey," and, and you wanted to ride bikes around to see the country. We had someone. We yeah. We the we had someone um, reach out to various bike tour places and I think oh, okay. that day it's kind of like I talk about doing exercise classes on on this uh, this show a lot because um, they've kind of like helped me out and I feel like they're very therapeutic and kind of uh, um, you know give in to change and all that stuff but like you know, sometimes you'll take a spin class and you're like, oh, this class is the best. And sometimes you take a spin class and you're like, oh, I hated all the music. And sometimes you'll take a spin class and go, I felt like I was going to die because this person went so hard and went so insane uh, and maybe had five cups of coffee before you started. Uh, and right. so I think that day I got what you call the old maniac with old man strength. Uh, who was just like, no, this is what we do. We're going to be so ambitious. And it was, I mean, it, at one point we're on... What would have been, let's just say, uh, what what would the freeway, what freeway would be it? I'm trying to think of where, uh, let's say, what let's town? say the 110 going south into downtown, but it's, 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 it's not, it's like traffic has slowed down a little bit to merge and you're all the way to the right by the Fuck. 6th Street exit. And he's like, we need to get over there to the 110 carpool That's like an eight-lanes like eight crossing. So many lanes. And him just signaling. And we're just like, oh, oh, God, oh, really? God. And we made it. And then we got off the freeway and then onto regular streets. But even regular streets are like, there's a, there's a, there's a postcard we got when we were in Vietnam that said, um, uh, uh, green light, go. Yellow light, still go. Red light, eh, still go. Because... <laughs> It is this culture where there are so many intersections don't have lights at all. And so it's just people zipping. It's like blood the cells. Social, no, the social contract is that you, and we were told this is when you cross the street, just cross the street. Just walk slow. Don't try to help them. Nope. Just walk at a steady pace. They will avoid you. They will zip around you. Remember yes. that scene in, uh, in Zoolander where Zoolander and Hansel are walking across Hansel's apartment uh, oh, yeah. half, half pipe oh, yeah. and the skateboarder is just going by them yeah, as they're yeah, walking. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what's going on every oh. time you cross the street. And did you, did you, t- you know, they don't have Uber, they have Grab? Yes, that's and, right. Uh, and grab? So, yeah, and uh, Grab is, is they give a kickback to Uber because Uber threatened to come to Vietnam and oh, wow. Cambodia. So they were like, we're oh, paying shit. you not that's to. And so Uber's mafia. Like, Fair enough, we Jesus won't. Christ. So they're jackasses. But yep. uh, so Grab is, so my husband needed, he had a meeting, he had a video game meeting in Hanoi. Mm. And so he ordered a Grab. And so this guy shows up on a moped, hands him a helmet. <gasps> yeah. And he has to get on the back of the moped. I did one of no those. I did way. A, we did a food tour that way that, that rocked. Where and it was moped like, food tour? Was, that was, sounds dope. It, yeah, they, they took us to like this restaurant that was right off these train tracks. So we're sitting on these rocks just eating awesome food as this train goes by. And like, nice. And yeah, and they had the, the they were colored, the, the, the mopeds were colored. They were bright orange, actually. Okay. And we had, we had bright orange helmets. And so... I'm on one, Kara's on another one. And it was it was amazing. It was just like, oh, this I don't want to ride a moped around town. I'm not good at, at that stuff. Anything mm-hmm. two nope. wheels with a motor. No thanks. 
But uh, this this guy's a genius with it. I'm just going to oh, hold yeah. on to this bike, and he's <laughs> zipping through. I just through. did an episode of The Dork Forest with this woman who uh, she does morning radio and she does morning TV in Colorado, and then she did The Dork Forest, my podcast, because mm-hmm. she collects. Uh, she has a metal detector, and she's a dork about metal detectors. Nice. So, uh, but twice during the three interviews I had with her, once on my show, two on her, two different shows. Yes. Uh, she asked me if I had a concealing carry weapon, and I feel the same way about oh. guns that people that you feel about motorcycles. No. I'm like, this should not be armed. No. I don't, I trip and fall. <laughs> and by this, you point to yourself. I, I, I cannot stress this enough. I can't be realer about how I am seriously a dipshit. Like, that's why I do this show. It's like, I'm, I'm very smart. Yeah. I, I, I have a, a, a lot of uh, knowledge in my head. You're very and, intelligent. But- I guess, but like, yeah, I, I fuck up so much. I leave stuff <laughs> <Yo>. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I lose be- things. I trip and fall. I am not, this is not a gazelle. No, no. <laughs> this I, should not be, this yeah, should no, not be. I am a galoot. Like, I can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't like be, be it ha- sums I it up. I can't have a, a, a weapon on me that you, you, you touch a thing and a piece of metal explodes from one end. Like that shouldn't be in my possession. Quite honestly, yeah. you, um, you know what? I already am weaponized. It's my mouth. Bam! <laughs> like I said, on that note, let's hear the first call. Oh, good lord! Okay, that was perfect. Nice callback. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Cisco. Some things your small business simply can't live without: electricity, Wi-Fi, or the coffee maker. Coffee, after all, powers the people. Whereas a secure Wi-Fi network, it's what connects your small business to the things that power it: suppliers, employees, and customers. We get that if your network isn't running, your business isn't either. Using Cisco designed for small business, the experts at CDW can orchestrate a flexible, secure network to keep your small business reliably connected. Coffee? Now that's on you. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco small business. Hey, Bronger, Amanda, and potential third-party witness to my misery. (laughs) My question is this. My name is Kevin, and my finances are complete garbage. Um, I don't mean my finances are in garbage in that I owe a ton of money, never went to college, don't have any debt, really. A um, couple of really old utility bills, but that's about it. My problem is with spending money that I don't technically have for the things I spend it on. Um, you know, I'm late on rent, and luckily my landlord is usually cool about it, gives me a week or so to pull it together, but... It's one of those things where if I got money and rent ain't due for three days, I'm going to go ahead and spend it on something I don't necessarily need. And I'm just trying to lock shit down because I make enough money for everything I need in life and enough so to have a couple of extra things at the end of every month. But I just can't seem to lock my brain into, hey, you don't need that right now. Don't do it. And I know if I'm spending the money on something I don't technically need, I tell myself, hey, you don't need this, and then there's the other voice in my head that says, ah, fuck that, get it anyway. And that screws over future me. Present me is always in a constant battle with past me. Currently, I hate that guy, but that guy didn't give a shit about me, and I'm sure that I'm, you know, (laughs) in the process of screwing over future me in another way. So, my real question is, how do I incentivize my present self to not fuck over future me. It's a really big battle with want and need. Appreciate everything you do. Listen to the podcast as much as I can. And a couple of your answers to other people's questions have helped me out with other issues. So I look forward to your response. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I mean, 
I, I, I feel like you drew a really good analogy of like how you're, you're old, you didn't give a fuck about you now, and you're kind of doing that same thing to, to next you. But un, just understand, it's all you. I, I was thinking the other day about how I uh, look back on how I used to be, and I'm almost like, I don't even know who that guy is. But it's like, yes, I do. I, that person is still in me. I, but that, I saw the potential to go back to old ways, you know, and all that stuff. And sometimes you still fall into them uh, here and there. I, I think... Uh, I am I am pretty terrible at financial planning myself. Uh, thank Christ, I have a wife that's very good at it. <laughs> that will rein me in, and not that it's just like I spend money on on things, which would almost be better. I like spending money on like I like to eat ni- nice places when I'm on the road, and you know, and and or have a nice piece of clothing sometimes, kind of thing, and 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 or be like, oh, let me let me get this dinner kind of thing, where it's like I used to do that a lot which I've had to kind of rein in. I think, uh, before I throw it to Jackie, just big picture, uh, figure out what you like spending that money on and try just try to curb that one thing. Because with me, it's just been, it's been that, where it's just like, you know, that I'm sure it'd be great to eat that place at that place. I'm sure it'd be fun to go have a couple beers in that bar. But right now, things are a little lean. So instead, just scale it down. Try to figure out a way you can get that food or uh, something like that for like a third of the cost if you can or whatever kind of thing. And, and also, take a breath. It all comes down to just taking a breath and going, wait a minute, what am I about to do? And then you give it a couple minutes, a lot of times the urge will pass. And that goes for a lot of things. You know, what do you think, Jackie? Well, I'm wearing a windbreaker that I spent $60 on uh, in an impulse buy. The, and it sounds like... It's a cool windbreaker, It's too. a real cool Captain Marvel windbreaker, you guys. Yes. Are you on the Patreon? I didn't even recognize anyway, that's so yeah. true. I love so, uh, it. But the, uh, but the thing is, uh, it sounds like he has a problem that, that I am currently having, which is um, I make enough money, so I think, oh, I can impulse buy things. Right. And then I look, I'm like, well... Am I doing everything I'm supposed to be doing? Like, am I? And I can I I see what he's saying about like living in the moment and going. Well, I need rent in three days, but I have this hundred bucks on me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go blow it. Because, I mean, there's there's a thousand different ways to deal with this stuff to right. incentivize it. Incentive what? Incentivize. Yeah. Incentivize. Yes. Uh, but Mills. and uh, but if he, I I have I have several friends who have these problems, right? Who will spend the money in front of them, who will use credit cards and then have debt. Right. It sounds like he does, he dealt, he deals with everything in the present. Like he deals with cash. Yeah, I mean, the hand. fact that he has no debt is incredible. Right. Though it's weird that he has a couple of uh, utility, pay those utility bills, man. Yeah, yeah man. Why don't you, why don't you go back in time? And, mm-hmm. uh, and if, if you have this habit, don't get a credit card. Yeah. And, and I, I think, it it's, sounds I, like I, I think he knows that. And yeah. I think it's, that he, he hasn't had that temptation, but I, I which do is good. Have, I do have here's what I did. I for about five or no, probably ten years ago, every check I got, I would take ten percent out of the check and put in a savings account. Nice. Whether it was a fifty dollar gig or a five thousand dollar gig, not that many of those, but it sure. happened. And uh, so, but whatever it was, I would just take the money out. And I would immediately put it in a savings account. And after like three or four years, I had like twelve grand. That's great, and it's and it was backup money for when I needed uh, rent money, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it was, and it took several years, but and ten percent of fifty bucks is you know 
five, obviously it's five dollars. But I mean, it's like it. You you think at the time, well, that can't matter, right? But it genuinely adds up. Now, my sister in law does this thing where she gets paid, and she she has envelopes. And she oh, puts. She's one of those people. She's a cash envelope lady. Wow. And mm-hmm. so she puts rent in a cash envelope, and then doesn't. And then she has a Mad Money envelope, and then that's the only that's the only envelope she pays for. That's so great. It's a really smart idea. I've never been that smart, but I think like being aware of that you have an issue. Try not to split yourself into those three guys. Mm-hmm. I think is 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 the real thing because. You're you're telling yourself a story that makes you not responsible for your own actions, which can can screw you. Absolutely, yeah. And I I think it's funny. I think he did mean it a little bit tongue in cheek. Yeah, but, I think. But, was- but, but at the same time, there's some realism there that he's very aware of. Because I mean, I fall like everybody else. I fall into that trap too, where you I tell myself you have this story. position of like, well, really, what can I do? And you're like, I mean, come on. You can do something. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he uh, I'm glad trapped. he called. That's a cool question. Mm-hmm. That is a good question. Thanks for calling, man. Kevin. 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 Hey, Matt Bronger. Uh, I'm Ellie. I'm 19 years old, and I am not in college. I'm not wasting my life. I, I go to church twice a week. I'm good at my job. I'm, I'm mostly... Sober, but uh, everyone seems to think that this is their business, and hmm. it's it's not. I'm told that I'll never make any money, that I'm going to regret this when I'm older, etc., etc., etc. And um, I, yeah, I guess I'm just wondering how I can get these people off my back because <laughs> it's it's no one's business but mine. What I do. With my life, I'm constantly asked why I'm not in college, which couple reasons, uh, mostly because I'm poor, but also because I had a 1.9 GPA in high school. Okay. So, so yeah, how do I get these people off my back? Thanks. Big fan. Bye. Thanks, Ella. Wow. Uh, Jackie, you want to take, uh, take, yeah. take okay. a bullet so on this Ellie- one? Uh, first of all, you are entirely and un- un- completely correct. It sounds like you are independent in the way that you have a job, you have uh, some sort of community situation with the two times a week with the church, and um, and you don't seem to have a drinking problem. <laughs> so yeah. Those are the things you seem pretty happy. I mean, the th- my thing is, is once you're 18, you the people who go to college right out of high school even without even with good gpas and and their their railroad you don't know what you want to study yeah what i would recommend is you tell them well i will go to school when i know what i want a degree in mm-hmm. and that i think should get them off your back but uh, people getting all bossy in your face about your life that is a classic uh, i had a friend who was 19 who wanted to um, get uh, her tubes tied and there wasn't a doctor in the world and right. she's like I'm never going to want children and there wasn't a doctor who would do it yeah. and guess that woman is currently 54 years old and has no children do you okay. know why uh, she didn't want kids it turns out and she was a grown up <laughs> adult when she decided that when she was 19 Right. and nobody believes young women Interesting. nobody mm. believes women when they say I want to do a thing or I don't want to do a thing I was 19 I wanted to drop out of college mm-hmm. uh, to uh to do stand-up comedy. Wow. And my sister, it turns out, is the boss of me and would not allow me. She said, it's only three more years. And then the next year, you know what she said? It's only three more years. 
because I'm not good at college. Right. It took me five years to graduate from college. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I also think to to second something you're saying, you're centering on is the fact that Elle is a woman. Mm -hmm. I think uh, so, uh, not in any other way in society, but uh, men are given more leeway. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that. <laughs> I've noticed. I've noticed. I that, couldn't that, be more kidding. Men, but no, it is, I know. I mean, because the thing you men talk to make a night, bad decisions, yes. and everyone just goes, "Oh, well, I guess." Uh, you're what are you going to do? He's that, a man. Huh? Yeah, he's a boy. Uh, you're you're in your when you're 19. Also, it's just like you can be like, "Oh no, man!" Like, well, he, he'll figure things out. He's only 19. But women have to be women way earlier for some fucking reason. Uh, and it and it is. I mean, it really comes down to, you know, part of me was thinking, "Oh, I, I wish you'd tell me what you want to do." or what you want to be professionally, but maybe you don't know. Right. And that's fine. And if you have a job, yeah. you're already doing your that's part fine. not being a burden on society. Yeah. And people who tell you that you're going to regret it later, you will not. No. Because you're 19, you're going to live to be over 100 years oh, old. Oh, your generation? You have 80 years ahead of Absolutely. you. Absolutely. It's going to be fine. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I appreciate her confidence too and, and how where she's just like, and, look, just let me be me because I sure as hell didn't. I went to college because I didn't have any idea what to do with my life or what exactly I wanted to do. I wasn't very motivated. You know, to, to be honest, I didn't love college. I love the friends I made there, some of the classes, but I did not like being there. I really do not like how much money it cost. And, and, and you know, it was one of those things where I remember my, my parents are both teachers and my mother's a college professor now retired, but when all these NBA players were like, uh, I don't want to go to college, I want to go straight out of high school, and everyone's like, but your education. And my mother, who is the first person to be like, you know, education is very important, but she's also like, you can't force people to go once no. they're adults. Once once you're like 18, it's it's like, she was like, she's like, if they just want to play sports, let them play sports. There's no reason these kids should have to sit in class when that's they don't have any interest or motivation in learning any of it. And five years from now, maybe she'll she'll know that she wants to study accounting or she wants right. to be a teacher right. or she wants to uh, I don't know write the great American novel and so take creative writing classes. Yeah, what you know whatever. Yeah, so, I think she's great. So, so to this, I have like a couple of things because her because she so she wants to know how to get people off of her back. Well, right? that's a good question. Okay, yeah, and so I think that um, something that she should embrace that she's probably not used to yet is the concept of the boundary where you're an adult, so you can get up and leave. Mm, yes, yeah, yeah. right. So if this is friends who are not leaving you alone, or if this is coworkers who are not leaving you alone, you can leave. You can right. just leave. You don't have to have continue talking to them. You don't have to continue being within three feet of them. Yeah. Or you can just straight look them in the face and say, stop. You can yeah. just stop. Uh-huh. You know, like these are these are just things, you know, as a 16-year-old that's kind of tough. And I don't want to like plant too many ideas, but like my Parents and I had major boundary issues, and mm. I didn't talk to them for five years. Well, you yeah, know, so because it was like, so this is church. what I'm getting into now is like, if this is your parents, like, you know, it's a ma- you know, again, you don't have to spend time with them. Should you totally cut them off? Probably not. That was like, I'm just a radical rebel without 
a reason, I guess. I don't know. You're but just a um, super badass. you know, I was okay. such Me a badass. <laughs> uh, Rebel just for kicks, as the song sure. goes. Uh, <laughs> no, there were like there was like reasons, and I wanted boundaries, and they weren't my like my dad straight up in therapy at the time was like I don't want to do that, and I was like, well, cool. Until you do, like we're just not going to talk because yeah. like yeah, I'm asking fair. for something very fair reasonable, enough. which is which. Which I did that when I was like 23, which was very scary at the mm-hmm. time. Imagine. But I mean, he and I are so much closer now for it and so much more aware does he, of boundaries. Does, and, does he treat you like an adult now? Right. Yeah. That was the now big thing, people. right? Is Because, you know, I'm not like the little, you know, Shana Punham anymore. Right. Like I'm, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I think that. You know, at 19, you haven't really gotten a chance to flex the power of just leafing, yeah. you know, like, and, and so I really would, I really would say that for her. And, you know, as for college, like, man, I, I mean, I don't fully think there's a point in that anymore. And now you can get micro degrees where you just like, say you want to be a creative writer for the next great American ro- novel you can literally pay $300 to get a micro degree right you know and only take the classes you need because I sure as hell took classes in college that were stupid like in the sense of I will never use this ever and that was probably like 60% of my education you know so yeah and I but I I also feel like getting that education it still stretches muscles you didn't know you had and it's still a good idea here's the problem you could you should not go in massive debt for those classes. Right. So yeah, it's like that's, that's why true, that's, that's why I'm true. very in favor of of legislation that will help these kids with, you know, cover a huge part because right. college is just too it's it's insane. It's mm-hmm. insane how 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 costly it is uh the quote unquote good schools. Right. So yeah. I mean it's just yeah, I, yeah. So, I I think I'll actually just take take uh take both your guys' advice and and um you know, a take a breath and B think about walking away when you when you need to to not get in this argument that's literally going nowhere. It's just you punching a wall. It's going nowhere. Yeah. So just yeah. Le- so, just leave because because pe- like let's say it's her church group, right? Mm-hmm. And like everybody's just getting on her, and she's like, please stop. Yeah. Right. And Do you think if that's she's why she goes if twice she a week said and not, that and, and not five times, right? Maybe, yeah. Maybe <laughs> because she scaled back. No, I'm just fucking with Yella. It's a well. The, cr- <laughs> the crazy just, thing is, is that is I think that. Uh, the sta- a standard answer, a deflecting answer, could be I don't know what I want to study, so hmm. so f- I'm just going to keep going until somebody somebody knows. Um, I'm just yeah, I'm just gonna yeah no 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 <laughs> yeah. I think I think a deflecting question isn't a bad idea. I'm just under the impression though that it's not just college that she's being yeah, given I, I, the I business think she for. Kind of isn't sure if she ever wants to go. Yeah, and you know? like and maybe you maybe know people aren't a fan and... of of how of, they think it's odd the job that she has at her age which whatever the fact that you have a job at your age is amazing I mean I know I have friends right now who are 35 who are working at J Crew trying to make it you sure. know the other part of their life yeah. happen so nothing you're possibly doing right now is beneath anything if you right. have a job at the moment yeah, absolutely absolutely yeah she's not she's, she's not so, so she's, she's take not, it figure yeah. out what you want you mm-hmm. know yeah. not be sober sometimes and then think about it when you're sober sometimes exactly. and balance yeah. life and have fun and Sounds like and she does have a good. Yeah, balance. she sounds like she's got a good so, head on her shoulders. She does and, definitely. Yeah. So thanks for calling, Ella. I hope that helped. Hey, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I want some advice about uh, this possum that I got up in my attic with some wildcats for a few weeks, <laughs> and uh, I don't really know what to do about it. We brought it to the attention of our landlord, me and my roommate, and 
he just, you know, he, he's a complete slumlord and he sucks. And he, his advice was, no, I won't give you guys a pet seat if you want to get a cat. And I what? don't really what? know what to do because we're all kind of broke and we can't afford an exterminator. And I just oh my God. don't really know what to do. We were tripping ass a couple weekends ago and I had the bright <laughs> idea. But I'll just go up there with the boxing gloves and fight it. <laughs> but that clearly isn't going to happen. Oh my God. I want rabies. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, just let me know. Thanks. Holy uh, shit, this man. This has nothing to what do with great me. This call. is all you. <laughs> oh. I've been, I've been, I've been listening to, uh, 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 Burnsy's, Mike Burns's uh, podcast, Power Moves, and he gets these, he gets P-mail, which is, you know, Power Moves mail, of just emails of people describing crazy fucking shit they've done, or, and it's oh, like, oh, I love that. I literally, it's like the universe provides, because I, the other day I was like, you know, I don't want one, like, a, a million of them that you have to call through of just, uh, of just hey, scumbaggery uh, and, you know, I someone, love, but someone drunk like with their dick out at Mardi Gras. This is insane. But like, this is, oh, it's so great. Like the fact, <laughs> I mean, he's just like, it's a serious problem. It, yeah. It's really kind of, it's, possums it's actually, are horrifying. Possums are horrifying. They're really gross looking yeah. and, you yeah. know, and then yeah. the landlord's just like, fuck it, get a cat. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then what he's you, a I won't charge you pet rest. was just like, I have an idea. Yes. I'm gonna box it. It's so good. He didn't get a knife or a frying pan. <laughs> no, we went right to boxing. Like why? I'm gonna fight this thing hand to hand. Regulation, Kingsbury rules. <laughs> hey, Aunt Jackie over here has this to ask. How much is acid? Seventy five bucks. I'm, how much is acid, Amanda? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, maybe seventy five. No, bucks? but you're not. You don't do. I don't no, I mean, I mean, I did it for the first time for New Year's. Oh, like, right on. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was probably just given to you. Um, right. I mean, it was like, I mean, like you was, could get it an exterminator like, for seventy-five bucks. Oh yeah, no, no, for no. The price acid, of acid, no, yeah, for, acid for all your acid friends, acid is cheap. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. I didn't so even know. Like I've five, never bought it's, acid. It's like five to fifteen, like a tab. Oh, okay. It's like really cheap. Wow, that is cheap. Okay, I so know. There's right? Five of them, so that's twenty-five dollars if it's five bucks a tab. Five, five people. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! Right, he's Wait, got he roommates. five roommates. Well, Is no, it? he said he had roommates. roommates. So I yeah, assume, yeah, yeah. And he said he's poor and it's a slum, so I assume they're stacked like cordwood, probably, right? Aren't they probably. in the slave hold the I, slave ship? Off the top I like, of my head, I, like, I would say three people. I want to know if the gloves were to protect his hands from being bitten or to give the possum a chance. Or he's just tripping. He was on acid, so it's definitely both. <laughs> Definitely both. I don't want to hurt my hands. This needs to be a fair fight. And I don't want to kill him. I just want to. I want to stun him. I just want to punch him. I want to stun him. Get him in the. Get him in, in the smallest sleeper hold I can, <laughs> and just take him outside and let him go. That's all I want to do. Oh I thought God. I. I thought I would box him, dude. What's your? I'm sorry if that's if that blew someone's Venmo? His, his, I send you I thirty love bucks. It. Oh my I love God! It. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah. Do do a Venmo and 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 reach out. This just is a, reach out to this friends This is a one-time thing. We will. So one time thing, they will get rid of that. Oh, yeah, awesome. and, and but like document it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. document the process. I, of... I don't even know how much. Uh, uh, um, I think it's probably been going. I, I don't even know how much uh, an exterminator costs. Yeah, and I don't I've never. Know. I've I think never said a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm surprised so. you didn't look this up on YouTube. And you know what? Oh right, he There's could YouTube, gotta, Google. Yeah, it. yeah, YouTube, and then like, like go and like get a trap. But and like there, set a there's trap. animal control too. Right? Oh yeah, animal, con- animal, control. animal control. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, now here's the real advice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, sorry, man. We were we were a little too excited about your the boxing part. I just well, I only thought of that because we had the 
to, to, to borrow Mitch Hedberg's line, the cutest infestation of all time. You know, his old bit where he's like, yeah. my apartment's infested with pandas. Cutest infestation ever. Uh, he, it, I, we had a bunch of ducklings in our backyard oh. and a duck that had come down from this pool that's in the house uh, way in the hills above us. But it's this, it's been in everyone, the mom was in everyone's backyard, just not, not sure where to go. And you go back there and the, and a duck, uh, duckling fell down through the, through the oh. fence into the yard behind us. So we walked around the back of that yard and an old lady showed us, they caught it. So my wife picked the duckling up and we walked it over and put it down by the mom and thankfully she still accepted it even though it, it stunk of human now. Right, right. But that was what we were told they, as children. They Don't touch the birds. Right, but but the well, it was it had fallen. The mother would have never fall, found it. It was in the next yard with a fence dividing him. So we took a chance. But long story long, <laughs> the uh, the animal um, control guy showed up and we thought, oh, he'll put him in a cage. He's like, we can't do that because we do that. Uh, they'll, they, they, they freak out. It's just damaging. He's like, the thing is they'll find water. Like they, they sense it. And he, and he was like, he's like, just, he's like, and he was like, shoo him out of your backyard and he shoot him out. And they went down and they went in the middle of the street and just walked down the street. Mom with five ducklings behind it. Just well, walking. And it's just like, he's like, they'll get to water. And I was what? like, what? That's so weird. They just sense it. They can tell. That's, and it's, that's weird. And it's weird. That's, and that's crazy. That, and they came out of a pool because, she was probably pregos and like had the babies oh. in the pool because she's like, I gotta get to water. I'm flying or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. like, boop. And then they're born in a pool and she's like, we gotta get out of here because this is a poisonous lake. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. There's you know? Fish. So, oh she, my so God. she got the ducklings oh my, out and I they wandered so my weird neighborhood. I am so invested in their lives. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, dude, uh, stop, uh, <laughs> stop possum boxing. No possum boxing. boxing. Quit possum awesome. boxing. And, uh, and, and call animal control. It yeah, is, call animal control. Yeah. They'll do it for free. Oh, God, that is such um, a good I mean, story. If, yeah. And try I'm not also, to be high when they get there. I was about to say, okay, okay, can oh, I just can I just throw out acid. a terrible idea? Yes. <laughs> Why not? That's a good <laughs> thing. What's the name of the show? <laughs> yes. Okay, so if you're doing LSD, you definitely smoke weed. And yes. so... And then possum boxing led me to hot boxing. Yes. So hot boxing the possum. Oh, and yeah. And then when it's out, like cover it in a blanket. Yes. <laughs> Scoop it up and then like toss it outside. What you, okay. Like what you do is. stoned possum. What you do is you have. Uh, you hot box. You, do, you hot box gas mask. So you put the gas mask <laughs> on your friend. Whoever, whoever's got the highest tolerance. And you put him up in the attic with a helmet on in case the possum attacks. <laughs> And then for, you have snake a yeah, tube up, snake a tube up to, yeah, the, to the mask and uh, do a gravity bong. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what that is, you take a plastic milk carton, wash it out, saw it in half, and then you fill up a bucket with water and you put a... a Crafting. Uh, 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 basically, yes. Uh, I love where uh, this is going. A, a tinfoil cup, handmade, basically, just like form with your hands, punch some holes in it, fill it up with weed, light it on fire, uh, put in a, you know, pull it slowly up so it, it's so all the... <laughs> The vacuum just sucks, and then take it off. Put your have your put it hooked up the toe. Yeah. Whoosh. Yes. Shoot it up. Yes. All the weed into that guy's mask. Yes. And then when the possum comes close, like defending its 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 Space. turf. Yeah. Pull the mask off and just blow all oh, that shit. indica. Make sure it's indica <laughs> into the possum's face. Yeah, now we got enough money to yeah, call it Yeah, we don't need a giggly possum. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> YouTube, Google, how I, do I get rid of a possum? I, yeah. I, I, and... <laughs> Which and, leads and to a gravity idea. bong video. I really think <laughs> exactly. These, these guys are probably like we're always broke. Like as they're rolling a fucking fatty. Yeah, like, yeah, where'd yeah, you yeah, get yeah, that yeah, weed? Yeah. Well, well but there's weed necessities, is, bro. Weed is cheap though. 
It is. Weed, like, compared to alcohol, like... No, no, compared to, like... I saw, I was like, every every drug that comes up, you're like, it's free, man. I don't know how you want... You don't have to spend any money on... No, LSD, LSD is, is so man, cheap. Man, and, and weed is cheap, and crack is cheap, and, and meth. Have you guys done Molly? And let's, and Ketamine, let's, the dark web? Just get out there, man. The and, let's, and, let's, and let's be honest, like, Amanda, very pretty, very cool, yeah. young yeah, girl. It might be. People just give me drugs. Why oh, people don't get free no. drugs? I'm just messing oh, with you. I know, I know. That's so funny. That's like, so, me and Jackie uh, are like, so, they, uh, caught, they charged me a thousand dollars for a drug. I have to buy my they own They told me drug. to leave the rave. <laughs> exactly. They wouldn't Damn get it. me a chair at the EDM concert. That Baron Vaughn bit where he's just like, my favorite thing to do at a festival, my party... Can I sit down? That's like all he wants to do. Lorraine Newman did, uh, t- told me that sh- that whenever she goes to an e- she goes to Coachella every year. Oh, Lorraine yeah. Newman. Oh, God bless and her. And there's always because she loves EDM. Yes, that was she her does. dork forest. Mm-hmm. And she said there's always a young man who gets her a chair. That's She's so awesome. like, that's just the greatest thing about being Lorraine Newman and old. L- Lorraine Newman on the first cast of Saturday Night Live. <sighs> yep. First cast. That's it. And she Gosh. loves EDM, and her daughters tell her it's stupid. Oh. She, they hate it. Oh, yeah. And she, uh, we did- um, She's on board, though. She's on board, and she's the best. Mm-hmm. We did uh, uh, the the uh, Baked with uh, Steve Agee. And, oh, yeah. Um, where you do, you, you sing with the band. And yeah, yeah. She, she sang a song from Goblin Cock, if you know what that <laughs> is. Oh, yeah? yeah? What? Yeah, she's really cool. Oh, wow. She's really uh, cool. My friend, my childhood friend Kevin, his mom was like super into Eminem. Oh, it, wow. And had posters. And like his dad is like this real like wildernessy Bear Grylls kind of a guy. Okay. And she's like this real like statuesque hippie when she had, she went gray early. So she had like long gray hair. And they would go to the Eminem, like they would go nice. to Eminem concerts all the time. And he would just let her rage in the front. That's great. Like, yeah. Nice. How cool. Love it. That's Own awesome. it. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Jackie, thanks for coming on the show. This was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> wow. And I mean, possum boxing. Now I know. Possum, yeah. Now I know what I boxing. want in life. Possum boxing. Oh, my God. What a great thanks time. Possum me. Dixon you is got... Rob Zabrecki's band. That's right. It yes. Was. Oh, man. Rob we, Zabrecki was, Rob. is my favorite magician. He was on the... Yeah, he's incredible. He was on... Yeah, he was on uh, the podcast. And, uh, and, uh, and a hell of a guy. Um, po- possum boxing. Possum boxing. Possum Dixon. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Please uh, rate us five stars. Give us nice reviews, all that stuff. Uh, tell your friends about us. Uh, we're going to be at South by. Will this air after? No, yeah, we'll have already done. We'll, we'll already, have done South, South by. South by rocked. We, South we sold by. out. Oh and my god! Thank you for coming, everybody. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was so our first good live show. Because we've already done it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the call-in number is three two three seven six three zero two two eight, and then we're advice from a dipshit on social media. Dipshit advice on Twitter, but I'm. Not really active on it. We switched Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon is new now. It's two tiers. $5 to be a part of the community. $7.99 for all the bonus video content that Matt and I make. Yep, so yep, right yep. now we're filming and then we film, you know, mm-hmm. and after the dipshittery. And, and you can listen to uh, our our, uh, our post-show show yep. that we do where we yep. talk about the show. Our so post-show show. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 The after shit. The after shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's great. For our, for our Dipmo squad. Did you squad. just make that up? That's perfect. Oh, yeah. That's what we're calling it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Right there. All um, right. Cool. Well, uh, thanks again, Jackie. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.